0: Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Hebrews 1. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that we would understand more how great Jesus is, your Son, God, come in the flesh. We pray that that we would understand that better we pray this through Jesus. Amen. Hebrews 1 Although God spoke long ago in many parts and in many ways to the fathers by the prophets, in these last days He has spoken to us by a Son, whom He appointed heir of all things, through whom also He made the world, who is the radiance of His glory and the representation of His essence, sustaining all things by the word of power. When he had made purification for sins, through him he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become by so much better than the angels, by as much as he has inherited a more excellent name than theirs. For to which of the angels did he ever say, You are my son, today I have begotten you. And again, I will be his father, and he will be my son. And again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he says, And let all the angels of God worship him. And concerning the angels, he says, The one who makes his angels winds, and his servants a flame of fire. But concerning the Son, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. And the scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Because of this, God, your God, has anointed you with the olive oil of joy more than your companions. And you, Lord, laid the foundation of the earth in the beginning, and the heavens are the works of your hands. They will perish But you will continue, and they will all become old like a garment, and like a robe you will roll them up, and like a garment they will be changed, but you are the same, and your years will not run out. But to which of the angels has he ever said, Sit down at my right hand, until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet? Are they not all spirits, engaged in special service? Sent on assignment for the sake of those who are going to inherit salvation? Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. We don't know who wrote the book of Hebrews. It doesn't start out with the typical from and to lines like most of the letters, so we just don't know. It actually sounds more like a sermon than a letter. If you were to associate a number with the book of Hebrews, it would probably be five. There are five warning sections in the book, and probably also five instruction sections, although the warnings appear in the middle of the instruction sections. Perhaps the number five is a reference to the five books of the law. Hebrews explains that Jesus is the fulfillment and is much greater than everything connected to the law. It seems to be targeted at Jews, but it is also a great help to all Christians to understand how Jesus fulfills the whole Old Testament. The sermon starts that God has spoken previously through the prophets, but now through his Son. He goes on to explain that the Son made the world, is the representation of his essence, and keeps everything going by his power. So he lets us know right away that he's going to be arguing that the Son is all we need. He says that the Son made purification for sins and then sat down at the right hand of God. So he's referring to the crucifixion and the resurrection and the ascension without using those words. Then he mentions that Jesus is much better than angels. This introduces his first argument. So to prove that argument, he quotes several scriptures. In these scriptures, he is proving that Jesus is much better than the angels, but he goes beyond that. He says that the Son is God. Verse 8, But concerning the Son, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever, and the scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. And also verse 10, And you, Lord, laid the foundation of the earth in the beginning, and the heavens are the works of your hands. When you go back and look at Psalm 102, that's where he's quoting in verse 10, you see the word Lord in Hebrew is actually the name of God, Yahweh or Jehovah. We don't actually know how to pronounce it. Then this chapter ends with the writer saying that angels are spirits who serve those who inherit salvation. And now for a deeper dive. Today, we tend to misunderstand angels. If you look for pictures of angels, they often have wings, and they look like they wouldn't harm a fly. They often have harps or are singing. That is not what we read about angels in the Bible. I cannot think of a passage about an angel having a harp or singing, or having wings, And angels in the Bible are scary. People who saw angels were usually scared. And angels killed many people. In the last plague on Egypt, the angel of death killed every firstborn in the land. And an angel killed 185,000 soldiers of the Assyrians with a plague in one night. In Second Kings 19. An angel used a plague to kill 70,000 Israelites as a punishment from God in 2 Samuel 24. And the angels in the book of Revelation with their bowls of wrath are terrifying as well. So next time you hear someone say a child is a little angel, you can think about that. So when we understand a bit about how powerful angels are, that should help us understand the original readers of Hebrews would think about angels. And the writer is saying that Jesus is much greater. He says that angels are just workers on a mission. The Son is God. He will get into some application of that in the next chapter. But for now, we should just be impressed with how great Jesus is. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.